Welcome to the Sell or Die podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey Gittimer. And I'm your host, Jen Gittimer. Well, in this podcast, we're going to help you attract more qualified, unbelievable, ready-to-buy clients. We're going to help you build loyal relationships. And the one thing you're hoping for, close more deals. Let's get into it. It's time to sell or die. What are you doing, Jeffrey? Oh, I'm reading my own book, Jen. Oh. I, often, I know. I know it sounds crazy, but I've written 17 books. And sometimes you need to be reminded of what you read yourself. You know, many of the diehards that are out there have my books. They've read them once, but they haven't reread them. And there are many diehards out there that don't even own my books. And I know it sounds incredible. So we've decided to do something amazing. You lead with it and then I'll fill in. Oh, I'll tell you, diehard, what we've done. So we have created a book club. And the best part about this is when you opt into the book club, you get the books as a bonus. Okay. So the book club is four sessions live with Jeffrey each month on a different book. So we're going to have a session in June, July, August, and September. Okay. I got that. What are the books? As a bonus, you get six books because we didn't want to give you just four books. We, you know, like to give plus one, right? So the books you're going to get are the little green book of getting your way, the little gold book book of yes attitude, the little black book of connections, the little platinum book of cha-ching, the little teal book of trust, and my personal favorite, 21.5 Unbreakable Laws of Selling. So you get all six books. We have chosen four of the books that we're going to go through together. When have you ever gotten to speak with the author of a book you read while you were reading it? Like, this is... I know. I know. An Um, incredible opportunity. There is... This is what happens. You can read a book and you can get the value of the information that's in there. But what is behind the book, the insight that caused the book to happen, is where the energy really occurs. 100%. None of my books have been my inspiration alone, other than the little gold book of Yes Attitude, because I at some point said, it's not a positive attitude, it's a yes attitude. I even have the, the quote on a shirt that said, yes, a wonderful alternative to no, which was originally what the book was going to be called. Um, but the bottom line is, these are books that have impact in your daily life, your family life, your career life, and oh, by the way, your sales life. These are all about your life. So here's what you need to do. Go to buy Gittimer, B-U-Y, like I'm buying something, buygittimer.com. The link's in the show notes. If you're watching this on video, the link will be below the video, buygittimer.com. Wait about one second. I know that's a long time in today's instant gratification world and a yellow banner will come across the top and the yellow banner is going to tell you that it's time right now to get into the summer sales surge club so and if you're on mobile it might be on the bottom you'll look for the yellow banner click it and you will be in the offer just click buy now it's only a hundred bucks this is like the craziest deal we are doing people this is pretty cool by the way people are signing up every day i got two texts today from long-term customers of mine saying they've joined the book club because they want to hear my insight. 
No. That's cool. That's right. We had a customer today pay $50. It's $100 plus shipping. Pay $50 to have it shipped to the UK. And here's the deal. It's still a freaking good deal. Okay. Because the book club is valued at a thousand bucks. Plus you get all the same people I did the book club for in Great Britain. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know who is on that. We should call them. I, I just did a book club on the little red book for a, a coaching company, the, the action coach company in Great Britain. And that's what really spurred the idea for this. It was absolutely amazing. These people were on fire with questions that they had, with insights that they had, with examples of success that they made from the little red book. And it was so classic that it, it became obvious we need to do this. And All I right. think we're going to continue this tradition. So jump on board right now. That's right. Jump on board. It's a summer special. I don't think we'll ever do this again at this price. I do think no. we will do it again, no. but never no. again at this price. So get in right now while it's hot. Buygittimer.com. We'll see you there. Let's get into the episode. Welcome, Die Hard. This is Sell or Die, the greatest podcast in the history of mankind. And I say that very humbly. With more than 3 million downloads and my partner, the great Jen Gittimer, we are ready to rock this morning with an episode that will keep you alive for at least another decade. We're joined this morning or this afternoon or this evening, depending upon when you're listening. My special guest today is the great Dr. Wayne, the Mango Man Pickering from Daytona Beach, Florida. And his topic is going to be living a life of no regrets. You're going to understand things today about how not to let your past be a point of reference and not a place of residence. Whoa, is that cool or what? How to hoist your flag to its maximum height and live life to the fullest. How to use your setbacks in life as setups to come back and a whole lot more. Wayne has a PhD of natural science and a doctorate of naturopathy, plus a doctorate in theology and a master's degree in nutrition. However, he's been a friend of mine for more than 25 years, and he's written more than 25 books. So that's a friend a year and a book a year. You can go, you can, you can go to mangoman.com. We'll put that in the notes. He's got CDs by the score, articles by the score and health things that you can learn from. And I can tell you they're true because I've learned from them. But he's telling you how to get older and better, not old and bitter, while living a totally disease-free life. You should check out his nine-minute introduction on his TV series. It's unbelievable. MangomanTV.com. His prognosis was death at the age of 30, and he's now over 75 years old, but not as old as me at 77. How old are you, Wayne? 75 but yeah you don't, so i'm you 77 look- so respect we- your elders i know i don't like <laughs> that's, that's my best part <laughs> wayne is an award-winning triathlete and a double nominee for the health america fitness leader award i mean he's he's like the dude and if you can just do that you're going to win he's a florida state licensed nutrition nutrition counselor and nutrition program provided for Continuing education credits by the Florida and Alabama State Boards of Pharmacy, and most recently, Florida Board of Dental Hygienists. Dude, he's all over the map. 
I'm going to read a couple of more things as we go on, but I think it's more important just to talk to them. The topic today is living with no regrets. And most interestingly, and I think this is the, the crowning jewel of this whole process, is there are no coincidences in the world. When he told me what the topic was going to be, I immediately went back to Gabrielle, our 14-year-old daughter's manga book series called Orange, which was the number one New York Times bestseller. And the theme of the entire book series was no regrets. Also have an artist friend here in Charlotte. It's the river of regret. And two egrets are fighting over the letter R. And egret is spelled out E-G-R-E-T-S, no regrets. It's absolutely, it's an unbelievable, unbelievable piece of art. It's just amazing. So with no regrets and total coincidences, please welcome the great Wayne Pickering. Thank you very, very much, Jeffrey. I appreciate it. Jen, what do you do to stay healthy every day? A lot. Uh, you know, um, I work out every day. I, I tend to sweat every day, sunshine every day. Um, even if the sun is not out all day, there's pockets of time where it is out and I find it. And I eat what I consider to be healthfully, but Dr. Wayne might tell us differently. We'll see. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, the challenge for all of this and all of us is to make certain that we don't have regrets because diehard, you, we, we typically are talking to salespeople, Wayne, and you can't sell shit if you ain't fit. <laughs> you're, you're concentrating on your health issue, not your, your sales life. Can we start out with you telling us a little bit of a story in a short time as possible so we can get a better understanding of how to forget a regret and where do they come from and, and what is that anyway? By all means, Jeffrey, what a pleasure to be with you and Jen today and your audience. I'll tell you, I was the runaway in the family. I came originally from Canada. My parents were uh, married so many times, they had scars just from the rice. And <laughs> <laughs> I was a leading naval cadet for Canada in 1963. So I had a strong aspiration for the Navy and the military to get my start. Mm -hmm. So. My mother had married this wealthy guy in Illinois, and they bonded me in. And then I, I said, listen, I want to volunteer to go to Vietnam. And so they said, come on in. And because at that time, they were really looking for people to get over there. So mm -hmm. I joined the U.S. Navy in 1965. We did, I got my first medal in the Santa Domingo crises. I spent three terms in Vietnam. And when I came back from Da Nang on my first term in San Diego, I'll never forget this. I threw myself on the ground, shuffling sand all over me and thanking God that I finally made it home. And I grabbed onto this huge royal palm tree and I was just about to kiss it. I was about an inch or two away from kissing the tree. And there was a riot going on outside of the, the, uh, the base and a big beer can hit me on the right side of my neck. And the, uh, the uh, cap was opened a little bit and it went all over my gear and I was disgusted and I said, chief, what do you want, Pickering? I said, I want to go ahead and go back and work with the Navy SEAL team uh, in Vietnam. I'm going to spend the rest of my time in there. So anyway, I did that and it was great. I went through SEER training in, in Camp Pendleton and did all that kind of stuff and uh, got into Vietnam. And uh, when I came back from Vietnam, I was wounded over there in my third term. I had three weeks left to go and I had some shrapnel in my left leg. 
three weeks after two years and nine months, or two years and three months there. So I came back from the three terms to some of the worst, most depressing moments in my career. My sister cut up all my medals and threw them in the trash, all 12 of them. I lost all my sea bags, all my goods. I was ripped off of practically everything I owned. But I learned a good lesson with all of this. Things in life just don't happen. They happen justly. And so after being honorably discharged from the military, I moved to Rockford, Illinois. I worked in the car factories up there. I, I uh, was at a low time in my life. And it was just as I said, things just don't happen. They happen justly. And there was a little lady who uh, owned a health food store in Rockford, Illinois. And uh, that's how, and she got me to get a book, How to Be Healthy with Natural Foods by Edwin E. Marsh. I bought that and that's what got me started. I moved to Texas, worked in the oil fields out there for three years. I was supposed to die before I was 30 because I had a very, very bad heart, uh, rheumatic fever three times in my life and all kinds of other things. I'm just telling you this because it's gonna be eye-opening for all of those people that think that they've got it tough. Everybody has had their challenges in life. You know that, Jeffrey, and I know that. So when I came to Florida, I had cancer on the right side of my lip. They cut part of that out. I had splashed muriatic acid into my eye. I couldn't see for three weeks. And uh, that was a real challenge. And I fell off of a scaffold of a six a story building this time, three and a, uh, a little over three stories down, almost broke my back. And I've been broke, busted and disgusted. I hated all this stuff. And I went through all these jobs that, uh, you know, when I came back, didn't know what I was going to do. And I look back at all of that. And I thank God every day that all of this happened to me, because it is precisely what I needed at that moment in time to get me to where I am now. I worked 17 different jobs up there in Illinois in the car factories and all that. And I moved to Odessa and worked in the oil fields. I had six different jobs out there. A laborman on a construction company here in Florida worked three different jobs there. I sold artwork. I worked at the spa. I worked at JM Fields, JLG Enterprise, all of this stuff. And uh, the whole point is, I didn't know what I was going to do. And it was at that moment in time, when I was at my lowest time in my life, that somebody gave me, and I'm going to do this for the audience here, all the people who's going to listen. They gave me a three-step plan that within two weeks, you will, not maybe, you will know precisely what you're going to do for the rest of your life on the entrepreneurial side is, oh, come on, get a grip. And when I did that, I've been doing whatever I've been doing now for the last uh, 46 years. And interestingly enough, this year was the first year that we went. We're now in 46 countries with our publications. I'm truly blessed. So for everybody that's listening today, I want you to go to mangomancareer.com. There's nothing to buy, nothing. You don't have to sign up. Just click on the button and you'll hear that three-step plan to discover your greatness and your passion in life that within two weeks, you will, not not maybe, you will know precisely what you're going to do entrepreneurially for the rest of your life. And that's guaranteed. And I've shared that with audiences all over the world. And, and it's just great to be able to give back. So what is it? 36, uh, a setback is a setup to come back, according to our good friend, Willie Jolly and his yep. book. But uh, we got to let our past. What is it? 98% of the people are spending 98% of their time on 98% of the stuff that doesn't matter anyway. So we got to let our past be a point of reference and not a place of residence. So back to you, Jeffrey.
Your story is so inspiring in that so many people would have taken all of those trials and tribulations and challenges and sat in victim mindset. And really what you're, what I heard you say throughout all of that was the word blessing and that, that you saw the positive that came from it. And I just want to point out to our diehards, just how inspiring that, that is. And I'm wondering, do you have any regrets in life? Well, actually I wouldn't call them regrets, but if I had to live my life over again, Jen, here are three things that I would address differently in my life without question. Number one, I would never, ever, ever abuse my health. And boy, we've all done that. Uh, I would never, ever take my freedom for granted. And the third one is I would find out early enough in life what we must do. What do we want to do in life with or without our parents' consent as long as it is legal, moral, and ethical? And I live by the creed that if we honor God and serve our fellow man, creating a service out of what we are genuinely passionate about so that everybody who is involved in the service has equal opportunity to gain, then we win. So we must be clear as to why we're here. Back to you. I love that. I think it's important also, I remember sitting in in uh, the home of the late, great Glenn Turner after he had been released from jail for four years. And his first statement to me was, I'm better, not bitter. And it's so easy to lapse into moaning and complaining and blaming and whining than it is to go, you know, there's got to be something good in this. And that's what you look for. I think it's it's remarkable. You know, the uh, I've always used the expression in a barn full of horseshit, there's a pony. Go find it. <laughs> good one. I like it. Well, Jeffrey, let me comment on that, buddy. That was a good, uh, good little epi- uh, point you made there. People always love to talk about the problem because they get more attention from doing that than they ever would if they embraced the solution. Yeah, I t- that, is, I that totally is so agree. true. Diehard, where are you talking about the problem instead of finding the solution? Well, I can remember when I was out in, uh, I'm I'm past president of the National Speakers Association here in Florida, and I've been able to associate with a lot of people in very high positions in their life. And I heard that uh, uh, Peter Lowe, I just finally remembered his name. He used to have this series where he booked Zig Ziglar, uh, Dan Kennedy, uh, Mary Lou Retton, Paul Harvey, and a bunch of people. And I know if you don't know who Paul Harvey was, he was the newscaster for years. And uh, I can still remember him coming out after Zig Ziglar got off the stage and he comes out like this. Hello, fellow Americans. Paul Harvey, stand by for news. Mary Ellen has no more gallbladder trouble. She just gave birth to an eight-pound baby boy. What a surprise to her. She didn't know she was pregnant. What a surprise to her husband. He didn't know she was pregnant. But what an even greater surprise for her uh, physician who diagnosed her with gallbladder trouble. Page two. He said, fellow fellow Americans, there is more good news that comes into our boardroom than we could ever print. He said, people don't want to hear good things. He said, because if it doesn't bleed, it doesn't read. And I put an adage to that. I said, if it doesn't bleed, it doesn't read and it doesn't lead. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so true. So, Dr. Wayne, you talk about hoisting the flag in people's lives so they can start accepting all that's theirs by their divine right immediately. Help us understand what you mean by that. 
Okay. What I talk about is I talk about raising the flag in your life. And when you take the word flag, F-L-A-G, there's three words for each of those letters, okay? Forgiveness, forget, and faith. My dad and I, that was probably one of the worst episodes in my life. Uh, that's why I ran away from home. I just couldn't take any more, okay? So I always tell my audiences, the ultimate revenge is forgiveness. I will never forget this day when I went back to Canada, when I was doing a lot of entrepreneurial things here in the United States. And I went back and I said, I'm going to go back there and forgive my dad. Well, when I saw him come upstairs in the room, he said, uh, you know, he asked if I was home because somebody said he, they saw me. And uh, he came up the stairs. I'll never forget it. I grabbed onto him. I told him I loved him. I forgive him. Let's get on with life. It was the single best moment that he and I ever had in our lives. We threw ourselves laying on the bed. We were both crying. So glad that we got it all together. The ultimate revenge. And until we handle it with grace, it will stay in our face. And the longer we hate, the longer our fate. And I like this. An eye for an eye <laughs> makes the whole world blind. So <laughs> let it go so you can flow. Forgiveness is giving up, giving up hope that the past could be any different. It's, you know, you got to accept all that. Let it be the past. It's gone, man. And I have a, a, a client of mine, bless her heart, and she goes down to Eleuthera. You'll love this. This is probably the biggest episode in my life that happened to me to even make my whole life at total peace. She goes down to Eleuthera once every year to two years, and she has a feng shui teacher down there. And this last time she went, uh, her teacher gave her the story of the rocks. Now, I live in an island here in Florida, and the ocean's at one end of my street, the river's at the other end of my street, and I have a dock down there at the end of my street to the river. So I tell you that because of the rocks. What you do is there was a guy down there that had a bunch of construction going on, and he had extra rocks. What I did is I filled up one of those little gallon containers full of rocks, and I had typed out eight pages of all of the people that I could remember, and it took me two weeks to do this, that I wanted to forgive. Because as I said, until we forgive, we'll never truly live. Got to forgive. And the most important person we need to forgive is ourselves. So I took that bucket of rocks, that eight pages, it was 11 o'clock at night, full moon, had a little flashlight there, to where I could read the name on there of the person and uh, what I wanted to forgive them for. So when you get through of saying that, then you throw a rock and I threw it in the river. So when I got through, I threw another rock and I read the name again on the next one, threw it in there and was at peace for about 30, to th uh, 30 seconds to a minute. Now, I, when I finished it, I'll never forget this. I can still see it now. I was holding my hands out. And, and believe me, it was a clear sky. The moon had a double ring around it. And as I reached out, like, you know, how you do normal breathing and stuff, and you hold your hands out and all that. And I had my hands wide out. And I was standing there with my eyes closed, thanking God for this, because I already started feeling pretty good. And when I opened my eyes, mercy sakes, I'll never forget this. The end of my fingers, there was uh, like that moon had a double ring around it. And at the very end, of the on this each side of the moon was a way uh, uh not a wave what do you call it like a cloud mm -hmm. and my hands i opened up my eyes and i promise you my fingers were at the very end 
of each of those wings, if you want to call them, it looked just like an angel. And I fell to my knees and thanked God Almighty that I did that. And when I got back up, I was walking home. And I've been in this home here that I've been in now for 42 years. And I saw that street going home like I never saw it before in my whole life. It changed my life. I call it the rocks. So forgiveness is the first F on flag. The second one is forget. We've got to let our past be a point. Uh, our past may be blemished, but our future is spotless. So we must let our past be a point of reference and not a place of residence. So forget it. Let it go. And third one is have faith. God's got it governed. I'm not a religious guy. I'm a very spiritually connected and not a religiously confined guy. I believe that we were here for a special purpose. And faith without works is dead. You have to do something. What is it? The grass is always greener on the other side of the fence until you have to mow their grass. And you'll find out they got weeds too. So if you don't think you can't, then you can. But if you don't think you can, then you can't. So that's the F and the word flag. Here's the A or the L red. Learn, love, and laugh. The more you learn, the more you earn, the more you return. What is it, uh, Jeffrey? Some people are wise and some people are otherwise, you know? And, uh, I know the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, when you're through learning, you're through. So we got to control our minds as when you get mental issues later on in your life, all you are is just a book with only a front and back cover with no content whatsoever. So got to learn, love. And the most important person we need to love is ourselves. This is a divine piece of work by our creator. And the Bible is not the most important in your life. You are the most important. And your Bible is the owner's manual. And you cannot invite somebody into your life until you love you and, and love yourself first. And look into the mirror. Here's something that I do. I look into my mirror uh, when I get out of the shower and all that. And I look in there for about oh, 20 to 30 seconds. And you got to look yourself in the eye. Look yourself straight in the eyes and say these three words. I love myself. That's not an egotistical thing. It's just appreciating the magnitude of who you really are because you're very special. And now I want you to, uh, here's the third letter, laugh, L-A-U-G-H, laugh. I get up in the morning. First of all, I go to bed at night and I leave the windows cracked open. Uh, I've been in this house 42 years. I've never, ever had the AC on one time. And I listen to the uh, sounds of the oceans at night, the crickets. And I wake up to the sounds of the birds and sounds of nature. And I walk down to the end of my street. I do my age in push-ups. I do a set of 75 push-ups. And uh, I'll be 76 on June 13th, everybody, for all those cards and letters, yes. And so I do a set of 75 push-ups. I go out down there. I have my own private beach approach. I walk between the two condos, and I watch the sunrise come up. I go back down to the, uh, the uh, river, and I look at the river there. It's so peaceful. I come back home and thank God for another day. So learn, love, and laugh. Now, here's the A in flag, attitude, association, and allowance, attitude. I wrote a poem one time because there's nine components that's going to keep you healthy for life. And we're going to come back one day, you and I and Jen, to do an interview on playing the game of life as a winner with eight easy moves, okay? But one of them is uh, the one of the, a, the first one is attitude. And I wrote a poem. If we have enough fortitude to develop an attitude of sincere gratitude, 
for our body's magnitude, we will have an aptitude to reach a higher latitude for an ultimate altitude. This is an important body that we have. Don't abuse it. Eat the best. And life, when we work with the negatives, guess what we get? We get to see better pictures. So association. We are the sum total of the five people we associate with every day. We pick up accents. I've been in 25 countries. I've spoken five languages. You pick up accents in different countries and everything. But I, I, I tell my audience is this. If you put a fish in an aquarium and he's swimming around, man, he's having a great time. You come back and you say, hmm, I wonder what would happen if I put two dead fish in there. Well, you put a dead fish in there and two days later, guess what you got, Jeffrey? Three dead fish. Two. <laughs> Two dead yeah. fish. We're as good as the company we keep. Associate yourself with good people that are positive. Get get associated there with Jeffrey's efforts that he's doing because he's making a huge positive difference. When he and I met up there in the Carolinas when we were doing Glenn W. Turner's uh, episode, I was on stage. Jeffrey, remember that? I was on for six hours. And yep. uh, then you came on right after me and we, we got associated at that moment. But... Uh, Associate yourself with positive, good people. Forget those people who are giving you those negative stories. I said, listen, I don't want to hear that stuff. I want you to, to talk to me about good stuff. So anyway, allowance is the third A. The law of attraction. If we break down the wall of resistance, now we're going to flow. So let that wall of resistance just get out of your life. Meditate every day for a little bit. And that's not hmm and all that stuff. But what we resist persists. That needs to be your creed. And I must always be in a state of allowance. I cannot block the flow of abundance when you're in that. Now the G to conclude, that's goals, give, and gratitude. You got to set your goals and then read that goal at and have it in front of you somewhere. And it will, will definitely become a reality. And so there's a three-step formula to goal setting. You got to write it down. You got to set a time for when you want to get it done for its completion. And how will you feel when you accomplish that goal? So here's a good one that I uh, discovered here a few years ago, that if you write the goal down on a piece of paper and put it away on a bookshelf or something like that, then you will have a 50% chance of it happening for you. But if you write it down and look at it at each day, you will have a 200% chance of it manifesting for you. So giving. So that's the goals, okay? Giving. No person is so poor that he can't give to somebody else. If it's your wisdom, if it's your, because you cannot uh, get older and you can't get older and be stupid. You got to know something. Nobody, I like what Anne Frank had to say. She says, nobody ever became poor by giving. And when, here's my, one of my lines. I said, when we give, we truly live. And Maya Angelou, she did a great one. She said, giving liberates the giver. So Here's a good line. If you don't like what you're getting, change what you're giving. Mm -hmm. And the last one is gratitude on the flag. What we think about and thank about, we bring about. So be grateful for what you have, your health, your wealth, your job, whatever, and watch the doors open for you in a huge positive way. Something that I did in my life that I am so, 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 so grateful I did. And it's known that the first 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes of a day is when your mind is in its most alpha state, when you're the most receptive to great things. That's why the power of prayer is so good at the morning and at night before you go to bed. 
in the first thing in the morning. So what I decided to do is to write down three things every day that I'm grateful for that I wasn't grateful for before. And after a couple months, you get to thinking, well, what, what, now, what, what have I got to be grateful for now? So I was looking at my fingers. I said, oh my gosh, I got all my fingers. I'm grateful for that. I've got all my fingernails. I'm grateful for that. I've got no hangnails. Gee, I'm grateful for that. So there was three things. So after two years of writing those down, I went two years, Jen. Can you imagine? And wow. I know. And so I had, you know, those little books you buy at the office uh, stores. They look like a little book. And it's got two days on one page, two days in another, two days in another for the whole year. Uh, excuse me, two two days, like, and you can, they got little lines in there that you can write things on. Well, I was coaching a client of mine this time, and I had put those uh, two books in my bookshelf. And as I was coaching the client, I happened to look up and it felt like those uh, two books came out and slapped me in the face and said, what did you do this for? So I took the books down. And when the client was finished, I said, okay, what did I do this for? So a thought came into my mind. I said, hey, I'm going to record those. And each day will become a track. I put my favorite music behind it and I did it. And I have six hours of just my grateful list. And I have my to-do list, my motivational minutes list. I have all of these different things that I put together and I made a playlist out of them. And I hear those every single day, every day, not just one, every day. And it just sets my whole attitude right of gratitude and I'll tell you, when we're open to receive all those hours, we can be open. To, I should say, if we hoist the flag in our life, then we're, we're open to receive all that's ours by divine right. So uh, be proactive with your life and your health and all of that, because we're only here for a short time. What is it? We're all on the road to death. <laughs> There's just no need to jump in the passing lane. Exactly. Back to, yeah. Back to you, Jeff. Jeffrey. So you guys, die hard specifically. I want you to recognize that there's a phrase you're thinking about right now that I want to just tell you stop because many people go, yeah, that's easy for you. Let me explain something. There's nothing about Wayne Pickering's life that was easy. He did it in spite of all the things that were happening to him. He overcame them with his own mental attitude and he still lives the gratefulness every day for who he has become. And I think that you can't ask for anything more than that. Just by the way, when I walk by the bathroom mirror in the morning after I shower, I look at it, smile and wink because I know it's me and I'm I'm cool and I'm ready. So we're alike in that regard. I yeah. also wanted to tell you, I also wanted to tell you, this is just, you know, when you said flag as an acronym, I, of course, immediately wrote down FLAG and put my things before you got to say yours and two matched. Attitude, attitude and giving. Those were the were just huge. I also put attract because I couldn't get one for the other. We matched on three out of the things that we said. My F was finish. Finish mm. what you start, even if your ass falls off. Because I will guarantee you there's some mornings when you don't want to do 75 push-ups, but you do it no matter what. Is that fair to say? Yes. Is it ever raining? Sometimes. But when yeah. I get up in early in the morning like that, it's, uh, well, if there's a hurricane coming on, like I've weathered my, I've weathered 17 hurricanes since I've been in this home. So I got to be very careful. Wow. 17 hurricanes. Can you imagine that? It's a lot. And my L is late because if you're late, what that means is you don't respect the other person's time. 
and respect is part of the whole process of growing and learning. So never be late, no matter what. But I think well, it's equal. I want to throw a metaphor at you. Jen and I have a place at the beach in Wild Dunes, South Carolina. Jen is the president of the board. And something happened two weeks ago that drove her nuts. So she went to the lady that runs the place and said, hey, our flagpole is broken. What happened, Jen? Well, it had been broken for, I don't know, six to eight weeks. The the pulley got stuck at the top and the rope fell down. So we couldn't get the, we didn't want to bring the pulley down. We needed to thread the rope through the, the pulley. Anyway, after them weeks of talking about it, I said, it has to be up by Memorial Day. That's the deadline. And it was like, no ifs, ands, or buts. I mean, she was like, well, we could put another flag. You know, this flag faces the beach and it's the biggest flag. It's the only flag you can see from the beach. To me, it's iconic and a landmark more than anything. And, you know, the symbol of the flag. And so putting a smaller flag someplace else, it was fine in addition to, but not fine as as a replacement instead of. And I can tell you that last Friday morning, starting at 7 a.m., they put scaffolding up around the flag so that they could put a ladder against the scaffolding so that they could get to the top and thread the bully. And there were four guys there making sure no, you know, everyone was safe. And uh, I'll send you a picture. The flag is beautiful. Wow. Good one. So my thought is, Wayne, everybody has their flag. Everybody has that one thing that they look at and admire for an extended period of time. And hopefully it's an American flag, but that's not, might not be that same way for everybody. Maybe a picture of their mom or a picture of their dad or some other thing that they use as a flag metaphor to, as a, a push to move forward. And I think that that's a very important part of what we have. Because I'll tell you, when I'm at the beach and I see that flag, I can't help but smile. I've taken a hundred pictures of that flag blowing in the wind, minimum yeah. of a hundred. <laughs> and it's inspiring. You know, it's a phenomenal thing that you're there. First of all, you're at the beach, which is one of the coolest things on the planet. And second of all, you see this iconic flag in front of you and the sun's behind you. Sometimes it's rising, sometimes it's setting, but I have pictures of both. I'll stand behind it, I'll stand in front of it, but you can't take away its inspiration. You can do whatever you want. You cannot take away the inspiration that you can get from your flag, whatever it is. Right. Well, let me tell you, Jeffrey, I, I like that. You mentioned time a minute ago, and, and I have a little line that I use on that to keep me motivated. Time is what we have. Wisdom is what we do with it. And you have a book out there that I, I'm, I'm so glad you published this. It's called Yes Attitude. And mm -hmm. I tell my audiences this. You want to feed your mind with great things. And you were on my podcast here a couple, about a month or so ago. Mm -hmm. And I tell the audience, say the word yes, three times. Yes, yes, yes. And the acronym, you'll enjoy success. Write down things and put them around you. I have them when I'm in the bathroom. I have them here in my office. A healthy mind, healthy body. Wealthy mind, wealthy body. Cheerful expectancy. Uh, I like this one. Yes, it's right here. And I have so many of them around me all the time. And it's just, I now am 100% totally free of all aches, 
pains, stress, and disease. And here's another one I got on my desk. It says, when you are at rock bottom, that's the greatest platform to start growing. So put the right good things down. Say the word yes in your mind and uh, look in the mirror when you're saying something, I, I love myself or something like that. And you look in there and say, yes, yes, yes. And then say the acronym, you'll enjoy success. Back to you, Jeffrey. There is a plan. There, there's a, a saying that says, when you are in a hole, you haven't failed. You've been planted. Oh, I like it. Isn't it cool? Yes. And that's how you begin the growth process. You don't worry if you're in a hole or not. Other people can't see you're in a hole. They're looking for the leaves, the little sprouts that are next to you that give them the feeling that you're okay or you're going to be okay. Right. On. So this has gone way too fast. This podcast has gone way too fast, but I'm going to challenge you, Wayne. We're going to we're definitely going to put your your career thing, um, your career um, formula into our show notes and all of the diehards that are listening to this will get it. But you have something else you want to tell people to address their concerns or their health or their nutrition, anything that you want to talk to our audience about it, the platform is yours. Sure. Thank you. Well, if you go to health, www.health, H-E-L-T-H, at last, A-T-L-A-S-T, and in the special instructions on that order page, here's what that is. Uh, do you remember uh, Jack LaLanne, by the way? Loved him. It Wasn't he great? Well, he and I were great friends for the last 17 years of his life. Yeah. And I had, yeah, I had him. And by the way, I, when he passed, I was in, uh, I did the eulogy to his funeral. And, but I couldn't be there because I was already booked for a huge convention on the day of his funeral. So I couldn't go out. So I sent a recording of it and I was so saddened, but, but he and I were speaking at least four or five times each year on the last 17 years of his life when he was traveling. And I never forgot him when I called him on his 95th birthday, uh, 93rd birthday, I think it was. Yeah. I said, Jack, oh, hey, Dr. Wayne, how you doing, buddy? I said, well, I'm doing fantastic, actually. I said, where are you now, Jack? He said, I'm in Kansas. I said, you live in California on your birthday. What are you doing in Kansas? He said, I'm speaking. I said, no kidding. I said, you're speaking. He said, yes. He said, I've never been busier in my life. I said, God bless you, man. Thank you. So he was a living example of how to get older and better and not old and bitter. So yep. health, healthatlast.com has Jack Elaine on there, Dr. Mortar, Dr. Ken and Mickey Thomas has so many other physicians. And a lot of them are in the National Speakers Association. They're very, very well uh, respected and acknowledged for their health message. But in that, we've got all kinds of things in there. So if you do this, uh, if you go to healthatlast.com and you decide you'd like to have that, I want you to put in the subject line or in the order page, rather, put Jeffrey Gittimer special. And we're going to be giving you six hours of nutrition audio programs absolutely free. And we're going to give you that three-step plan that within two weeks, you will know and understand what the career side of your life is all about. And I'm so glad to do that for you. As I thought of that here yesterday, I said, I'm going to do that for Jeffrey and his uh, listener. Okay, back to you. Cool. Thank you. Thank you very much, Wayne. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's important for you guys to understand that when you hit 75 years old, it means you figured it the hell out. Because most people don't reach 74. Most people don't reach 70 because they're too busy doing other shit in their lives that ends up with regret. So I would share this podcast with as many people as you know. 
I would give them the opportunity to listen to Dr. Wayne and whatever Jen and I's two cents have been during the course of this, because uh, I think we've thrown some pretty decent metaphors at him with respect to the things that he is living with and living without. We've done exactly the same in our lives. Uh, we have a lot of paths in, in the National Speakers Association, by the way, my life mentor was Charlie Tremendous Jones. Oh, yeah. And um, a man of faith that three days before his death was given a speech someplace. Uh-huh. Bless his heart. Exactly. Exactly. So be aware that there are people who live their purpose. And Wayne Pickering is one of the people, rare people on the planet, who lives his purpose. You gave us brilliance. Thank you. So, Dr. Wayne, before we go, is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience? Yes, absolutely. I'm so glad to be with you guys here today, Jeffrey and Jen. You're both making a positive difference, and we need to change our philosophy about life because life is not going to change to suit us. We need to make some significant lifestyle changes to see some really immediate benefits. And when I changed my philosophy on life, not only did my life change, but we've done very well financially and making a positive difference and, and the amount of people that we have books and I mean, boxes and boxes and boxes of now this is back in the day where people used to handwrite a testimony for all of our work. So to know that you're making a positive difference with your passion is just so rewarding. So we get rich in all areas of our lives when we change our philosophy about how we take care of our health, our wealth, our purpose. And one of the things that I was uh, indicating a little while ago about the uh, being on purpose, about the three-step plan that within two weeks, you will, not maybe, you will know exactly what you're going to do for the rest of your life entrepreneurially. And here's a good line to close out. We're already out of first grade, everybody. And the reason why they make those chairs so small is because we can't fit them anymore. We got it. We're already out of first grade. So change your philosophy on life and watch for the great benefits because we are in total control of our minds. You're a beautiful person and special with a non-negotiable self-worth and you own 100% stock in a blue chip corporation. Never sell your stock cheap. Okay. All the best to you folks, okay? And I'm glad. To, oh, by the way, just be better today than you were yesterday, but not as good as you're going to be tomorrow. Yeah. This episode has so much gold. Go listen to it, re-listen to it, share it with a friend. Thank you so much for being here, Dr. Wayne. Until next yeah. time, I'm Jen Gittimer. I'm Jeffrey Gittimer, and I'm telling you, get a great philosophy, even if your ass falls off. Thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to like, share. Yeah, share with both your friends. And subscribe to the podcast. And remember, we have a free 22-day sales challenge. Just go to gitmer.com slash sales challenge to start you on your way.